Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're back with more of the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Dew. When it's game time, it's telly time. Now here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mully from the Mully and Haw Show on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Yes, welcome back to the Great Clips postgame show presented by Telemore Dew. And, uh, and Olin, I wanted to ask you, uh, you said you were going to keep a close eye on some of the battles on the uh, on the offensive front, the defensive front, mm-hmm. what jumped out to you about the moving of the uh, of the linemen? About when Lucas Patrick went down, what was uh, what what did you notice about that? Well, they were having uh, as you pointed out in our text chain, they had a list couple of pre-snap issues uh, before Lucas went out, but. Obviously, when you go to what would be your third string center this year, right? Because Cody, it was Cody, Lucas, and then it was supposed to be Doug Kramer, right? And then you brought Feeney in, and, and this guy came in late. And, you, and as loud as it was up there in Detroit, you're going to have some, some, some struggle with, with the cadence, with the snap count, with everyone getting on the same page and trying to time up this guy's silent count. When you change the center, you change the timing of the silent count. So you knew they are going to have some problems, but... Uh, Amali, I mean, yeah, Mali, like you're saying, I mean, uh, until there's four minutes and 15 seconds left in the game, they overcame all of it and were looking pretty damn good, right? right? Yeah. And, and they won like every battle in the trenches. And again, uh, I'm going through this film and on that last play, guys, uh, Aiden Hutchinson probably should get a chip over there. Darnell Wright probably does get beat, but I don't know if Fields is too deep in his drop there. Like, I don't right. think you're supposed to be at 11 and a half yards or 11 yards from the line of scrimmage. So I don't know if he's deeper than Darnell Wright expects him to be. And again, late in the game, it just looks like their details fall apart hmm. and they're all not on the same page. Someone's not making the play. Someone's not being Pat. Here it comes again. Someone's not being a multiplier. Yep. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It's just, you know, you can blame two players or blame everybody there because you talked about Darnell Wright was the depth, right? And then why the heck are you not helping out on their best pass rusher? I know that didn't really I mean I just that, that to me is that's coaching as well, right? You need to you know the situations. All right, if we do get into a situation where we're down and we need to throw the ball, what are we going to do at the end of the game? We're going to double Aiden Hutchinson, right? We're going to take care of that guy so he can't beat us. And what happens at the end? He gets a strip, you know, strip sack and, and the safety and all that stuff. But you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of people to blame. But I just like you said, 4:15 to go in the game, they're up 12, and they end up losing this thing. And it's just a lot a lot of a lot of moving parts at a a lot, of, a lot of moving, uh, a lot of, I was going to cuss there. <laughs> a lot of stuff had to happen <laughs> to make that happen. <laughs> That's outstanding. Can, yeah. yeah, it's very hard sometimes not to cuss on the radio because it's probably. Especially after the, that. It probably we need a, we need a podcast word. after that game, man. We yes. need a podcast. Yeah. But oh, you wow. know what's funny, yeah. Pat, is 
like you know, in, in, in drops, right? A lot of quarterback drops mm-hmm. are 10 yards, right? When yep. it's deep drops. Yep. You know, in that in that sack, it's like 10, 10 and a half yards. And that's how mm-hmm. you lose. Yep. Like I hate details. to say that, but it's the details at the end of the game. And like you're saying, why is Cole Komet, let me look for the guy's name since I don't know it. Why is he chipping Charles Harris? Yeah. There's a guy over there who was a second pick in the draft and is a master at dancing. We have to chip Aiden Hutchinson. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Did they not hear the free game show? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dan Pompey didn't fly to Detroit to interview Charles Harris. Right? <laughs> exactly. Hall of Famer. Exactly. He went to interview Aiden Hutchinson. Even Dan Pompey knows you need to chip Aiden Hutchinson in that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even Dan Pompey. You are beautiful. Uh, and, and I, I, you know, I think that the, the takeaway here uh, from all the stuff that we've been talking about is that any anything good that was going on, anything that you felt was a positive, anything that seemed like they had overcome something, it all just fell apart in the final four and a half or four and fifteen from the from the point where. Uh, they, the Bears scored the field goal to whatever it was, three minutes left when uh, they they uh, got their touchdown, which, again, a, a minute 16, just absurd. But then that set them up after the Bears' position. It's just like no matter what you liked earlier in the game, you can't, you can't somehow get away from 17 points allowed in the final three minutes of the game. Yeah, it's just all soured. Like, I was excited to talk about Tyreek Stevenson, right? Yeah. Gets his first pick, knocks yep. the ball out on the kickoff. Nice fumble. You know, yep. Yep. <clears throat> they get turnovers. All right, we're exciting. You know, the hits principle's going. Um, Justin Fields looked very good. I thought Luke Getze for the first three quarters called a darn good game using Justin Fields the right way. That's the stuff I was all excited to talk about. And then this just happens. You know, and then, then we got to just – everything's soured. All the good stuff is soured. It's just – it's unfortunate that we're here doing this and – the Bears are doing this to themselves, and, and Olin, you started it by, what was this going to happen? How are they going to lose this game? And they and they did. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's almost like you want to ask Coach Eberflus, uh, what is what is your situational work like, right? Because yeah. you have to put your team in these moments during the week. Like we have to, we're, we're up by, you know six or three, or we're down by three, and we have to win the game. And you just constantly got to drill. What actually happens, and the reason why uh, you you talk about Justin Fields in the last part of games is every NFL game comes down to the last yes. drive, right? Yes. Like this is what you need to be working on. This is just critical, and you're falling apart at that moment, and 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 you you can't do anything, man. After you watch a game like that, but but the head coach it stands in front of the room, and, and it's his responsibility to get his team ready for those moments to win the game, and again. Uh, we talked about pregame. What does Justin Fields need to do in the last seven games to convince Ryan Poles, uh, Ian Rappaport's report, to yeah. not take a quarterback if they have the first pick of the draft? And, and look, that's minus one now. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Let's try Jay. Jay is on the south side. Hey, Jay. Hey, y'all, man. What up, man? Hey, I'm drinking Hennessy, so... Um, I listen, but I'm not sad about the game. You should but, be um, drinking Tullamore I, Dew. <laughs> look, look, oh, look, is this Fred Baxter? Look, 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 look. Um, Go ahead, Jay. Sorry, man. Definitely Olin Cruz. Man, mm. 
if we wasn't a, if if we wasn't on the radio, I'd tell y'all my n words, but we're on the radio, so I I can't say that right now. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean you you've made the correct decision to uh, to crawl into your cups a little bit. I think that uh, I, I, if I was the coaching staff, I'd be doing that on the way home, frankly. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you, you got to drown those sorrows. No, but uh, no, but look, um, uh, I like I think it's look. I mean, I. All right, Jake. That, thank you for the Jake call. Jake communicates like me after a few. I tell you, it's exactly what I sound like. Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Mean, I don't mind. You always I know exactly what dinner. Jay's trying to say. You know, it's like. Uh, you're halfway through your conversation. There's so much you want to say, you just can't even get it out anymore, right? So, um, My, uh, you know, it's, it, the frustration, man, it's real. Yeah. It's, yes, yes. There, There is an Irish whiskey called Mulligan, believe it or not, and uh, it, it is kind of like tastes like Southern Comfort. And my mother's maiden name was Hennessy. So I've huh. come by this honestly, <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, it, it's a, it's a, it was a Hennessy kind of loss, right? It, yeah, that's 100. Exactly. Pat, we should have a teammate, Fred Baxter. He used to serve Hennessy on a plane after the oh, loss. Oh, is that right? Like that. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Great French oh, cognac. Man. John is in <laughs> Dallas. Hey, John. Uh oh. You okay, man. John? It's a Hennessy kind of night. It's yeah. a Hennessy oh, kind of postgame show. John, must have... John you there? Sleep. You there, John? Just the moment. Sleep. Done with the moment. Let's try Frank. Frank's in East Chicago. All right. How's it going, guys? Well, it's still Good, early. Frank. Thanks for not yeah. taking too much yeah. Tennessee when you call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Olin, man, uh, you're you are a real bear. Let me say this, man. Um, I'm a I'm a, I'm somewhat older than you. I mm-hmm. remember Gail Sayers, Brian Piccolo, wow. and and of course Dick Buck as I watched those guys play. Uh, I also had the um, the privilege to go to the Super Bowl and be there. I actually scouted my way into the New Orleans Superdome, and and I stood up that whole game. It didn't matter what seat I had. I just stood <laughs> up and watched it. Okay. Um, I have some things to say that um, we, our coaches changed, and it, and it really starts from the play when there was a third and one, you know, the, the drive where we kicked that last field goal, our last field goal. Okay, third and one. Why did they? Why did they go into this not to lose mentality? Do what you did the whole game. Play like you were playing. Playing like you. I mean, this 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 is a morale booster for the whole team. If you let them play, it's not like we're gonna lose the playoffs if we're we not, you know, we're not even going to the playoffs. So let them play loose. Let them play loose. They were so there. You wanted them to go for them fourth and one? Is that what you're saying? Instead no, of, no. It shouldn't have been the fourth and one. That, that okay. play they call in the third and one. Okay. Remember? The when center, they, they didn't make it, then they could yeah. the yeah. field goal. Yeah. They tried to stay. Yeah. Up. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, I would I mean, like the zone <laughs> read there, too. Spread the field and zone read them and put it in Justin. Let Justin yeah. read the DM. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and you know what? Actually, it should have been four interceptions. If if uh, Johnson got that yep. pick six. Yep. Yeah, it could have been five. There was another one yeah, down by the goal line. Right, yeah. right. It wouldn't have even been close enough. 
I mean, it's like, you know what, Fields, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut off your arm over here and cut off your leg over there, and I want you to come and win the game in 30 seconds. No, it shouldn't have even got to that. It shouldn't even got to that point. We can't put that on Fields didn't do what he needed to do. No, the team let him down. The coaches let him down. Guess he let him down. Everflus, they let him down. They let him down. It's, it's, were they trying to sabotage the, the game or something? I don't understand. And, you know, playing that, I'm scared now. I, you know, you got players on there. I mean, you got players who, who are playing for something. Some may get injured and never never get another contract. You never know. Thanks so much. You know Appreciate what? it, Frank. I mean, there's Molly a lot. Pat, right. I gotta be, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, there's a lot riding on this season, even the last seven mm-hmm. games. That's yeah. all. Yeah. You know, I, I got I got to be honest on that fourth and one. I thought the same thing. I thought you had the playoffs. E- even yeah. if even what Frank said, you know, I know you go up by nine, but I thought yeah. again, I, I want to evaluate Justin Fields and can he make the critical plays? And I mm. thought, give him the ball, give him the ball and go for the first down. Mm. I, I you know that was my I, I understand the smart thing to do. I understand you go up by nine, but I I thought at that moment, man, like you know, everyone talks about Dan Campbell going for yeah. four downs, believing in his team, changing the culture. I thought I, I honestly thought that on the couch. Like, I, I know what the smart thing is to do, but I'm, I'm going to, again, we talked about, I forget when it was in, in this season, but we talked about going to Justin Fields like Harbaugh went to Lamar Jackson and said, do you want to go for it here? Mm-hmm. What play do you want to run? And, and that way you hand the team to Justin Fields, right, at that moment. And you say, what do you, th- what do you think we should do right now? And if he says run a play, I ask him, what play do you want to run? And I put the ball in his hands and I say, go get the first down. Go get it for me and put this game away. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I got to say I was the opposite because I was like, just get a win. But in hindsight now, you talk about it and you, you, yeah. I get it. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, do it. Go for it. But during that situation, I'm like, they kind of got this game in the hand. You know, the defense have been playing well. They've yeah. been moving the ball. And so I felt, okay, just take the points, get the lead, make it a two-possession game. But in hindsight, right? I'm not saying that you said or, or saying in hindsight. No, no, you're exactly just, right. That was just you're my exactly thought. Right. That was my thought. Yeah. Like, hey, just get this darn win because nobody picked them. They were eight and a half point underdogs. That, and if you can was, walk out with yeah. a win, that builds a lot. But then what they did in the last four minutes of 15 seconds changes right, the entire dog. narrative. But yeah. that would—that's the one that put them up nine, not tw- not twelve. Oh yeah, right? nine, nine, right, right, nine. Yeah, and, and that's nine. the point I think yeah. is that you're 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 only up six. If you miss that. They get the ball in, you know, I don't know, decent territory. And if they score a touchdown, they beat you. It just seemed like it just seemed like a no brainer. But I I like I like that mentality because I think you have to accept that you are going nowhere, that you aren't going to be able to, you know, you need to get questions, answers and answered. And maybe you need to approach decisions in that fashion. Maybe that changes going forward. Yeah. You know, maybe that's something they have a discussion about. It's like, hey, we, we need to, you know, make different decisions in different scenarios. Maybe that's something that happens in the coaching coaching room. But I, I want to bring up, Frank brought up Jalen Johnson. And we talked about him in the pregame, right? Yes. We said, who has the most to gain uh, for the next seven games? I think he hurt himself. He had the big pe- yes. pass interference. Yes. And then your playmakers, the ones you're going to pay the money to, right? The ones that are going to make the differences in the games and could have really sealed that game, could have taken seven points, could have split the game 14 points. Because yes. it would have taken away the touchdown they had, and he could have priced most likely was going to take that in for a pick six. You want to see your playmakers, the guys that you're going to pay all that money, top corner money too, make that play in that situation. And it's unfortunate he didn't. And I think he dropped another one where he, uh, 
I think he slipped a little bit going forward, and he could have had it as well. Uh, but that, that to me, hurt him in my evaluation of him if I'm Ryan Poles. Yeah, man, that sucked for him, right? Like, like mm-hmm. you're cheering for him at that moment, yes. right? Like, you yes. know, his preparation, uh, the way he works, the way he gets ready for games, put him in that moment, man. Mm-hmm. Put him in that moment to make that catch. And you're really cheering for him to make that damn catch and get paid his damn money, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you want for him. Uh, like you're talking about, Pat, it just seemed like, again, uh, uh, the, the reason Ryan Poles is not giving you the boatload of money that you want, all those reasons showed up in one game, right? Yep. They all showed up right there. And, 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 and you know, as former players, man, you, you feel bad for him. I'm sure his teammates mm-hmm. do. But, but that's the, the kind of league is we're in is you can feel bad for a guy and still say the truth. You got to yes. make those plays if you want to get paid. I mean, that's, that's what the coach is saying to him, right? And like yeah. you said, like yeah. his prep, I mean, he, he made a perfect break on the ball. Like he, he knew the route and everything. But if you want to be paid as that top corner, you have to make that play. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm cheering for him because I want that great corner. I want that guy that's going to change the game. At, maybe at the, you know, in the fourth quarter comes up with a big pick and, and stops the drive and, and gets the ball back to the offense. But it just it stinks to see that happen because, you know, those, those are game-changing plays. I mean, that's, that's, that's 14-point swing there yeah, that, that could have been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He would have been head of a field in front of him because yeah. whoever he, I think it was, Amon uh, Ra St. Brown, and he was basically tackled by whoever else was mm-hmm. was nearby that play, thinking he had caught the ball. That guy was never going to get up and and chase Jalen Johnson. So it, it would have been um, a really, it was a huge play in the game, and it was just a missed opportunity. Yep. Let's try Todd. Todd's in Dwight. Hey, Todd. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Hey, real quick, I wanted to give uh, both Olin and uh, Patrick something to be happy about. So, Patrick, if you get a chance, go and watch the uh, Jaguars, their uh, long snapper, Ross Matisic. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Yes. He made an unbelievable tackle, forced a fumble, recovered it. So I know I don't have to tell you, don't let anybody ever say long snappers aren't football players. <laughs> and Olin... If I'm not mistaken, your son played at Loyola and you're coaching at Mount Carmel. You got two teams in the state championship next week, so feel good about things. But uh, the the question I had is, you know, with Justin Fields, man, um, you know, when do you stop as former players trying to explain why guys aren't good or making plays and just come to the conclusion maybe they're not just maybe they're not good. And last but not least, I've got a 10-year-old, and uh, you've all been parents, you too, Molly. You, we've all had to sit through some middle school games. And your poor post games, it's kind of like parents after a middle school game. You sit around <laughs> and you watch, and you know you know it's all yeah. it's awful. You feel our it's pain. Awful. <laughs> it's awful, and you talk to each other like, oh, well, that kid made a nice play, and that kid, you know, you watched an hour and a half of garbage, and then you try to convince yourself there were six or seven plays that were okay. And last but not least, never touch the stuff, guys, but I think I'm going to go, go get me some Hennessy. So, uh, you guys are awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. Oli, congratulations oh, well on Mount Carmel, well buddy. Yeah, yeah Mount Carmel, yes. I, I think we have to congratulate Coach Lynch down there at Mount Carmel. Yeah. We're Carmel. <laughs> Uh, we lost, but I appreciate I appreciate him uh, trying to cheer us up. Yeah, oh, um, yeah, and Loyola, congratulations to Loyola. They they got past yeah, York. You know, Coach Holasek yep. built that program yep. that that is still strong after he leaves, and they got great coaches there, uh, yep. great kids, and, and you know, um, doing a really good job there as usual. As usual at Loyola, they have a great football program and a lot of support there. Uh, let's try. Yeah. 
uh, where are we? I'm sorry, guys. I believe it is uh, it is uh, Zach. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Bob. Bob is in Joliet. Hi, Bob. Zach's next. Hi, don't. Don't let don't fire Eberflus or uh, Getzky, Getzy. Let them embarrass themselves the last seven uh, games of the year, so they never coach in the NFL again. Uh, defensive line. I've heard um, Sweat's name once, and did, with a sack, that's it. Yep. Did did the defensive line show up? And did Ngakwe play? Yeah, they yeah. they had they had two sacks, right? Yes. I mean that's that's a lot better than yeah. most games, so I'll give him credit for that. And Sweat did have that nice sack on the boot and showed his athletic ability to be able to, you know, chase down Jared Goff. But again, he was going against Penny Sewell, who might be the best right tackle in the league, and that was a fun battle to watch. Um, I, I think Sewell won most of the game, but uh, you know, one Sweat for a DN, that's what you ask him to do, right? You get one tackle or uh, one sack, and that, sack, that yeah. constitutes a good game. So. Um, you know, I, I, the D line to me, I didn't think. I thought they <clears throat> they raised their play against a darn good O line. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, hey, it totally does. Until go ahead. final it's point: if, would there would oh. would there, if we if polls drafted uh, Jalen Carter, what would the what changes to this year uh, would be? Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Be more. There'd be more. Well, the offensive line would be struggling, right? Yep. I mean, that, that, yeah. that's, that's the truth, too. Uh, Darnell Wright has done a really good job. Obviously, mm-hmm. he gets beat uh, late in the game there, but he's really solidified. Uh, that He's been steady there on that offensive line. Now, Jalen Carter, he's a monster. And he's someone they need, although Javon Dexter has shown up on our TV screen, guys, yeah. the last couple of weeks. Nickel Rush, uh, today he beat Panay Swole with a nice hand swipe. I don't know if the running back chipped Panay out of the way, but he did. And Javon Dexter got home a couple of times. Again, like with this whole game, we thought we were going to come on and talk about how impressed and how much better yeah. that defensive line was, right? And how they slowed down the, the uh, Lions' run game and how they kept and they got enough pressure on golf and made them really uncomfortable to where you had to throw into those tight windows that the, the zone the Bears play. And instead, we have to talk about something else because they fell apart uh, yep. in that four minutes and 15 seconds. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of cool that Montez Sweat had his first sack as a bear, you know, against a great player. And, and, you know, they called him a multiplier when they got him. And I think the line has played better with him. He's a guy that you have to be aware of and you have to game plan for. And I I think he's a good player. I I don't understand why you'd come away from that game saying the defensive line didn't do anything. Yeah, They weren't supposed to first I agree. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. That's why I was saying you're right all up until 415. I thought they had a pretty good game. I think they were held them to maybe 80 yards or 75 yards rushing up to that point when I checked. And, you know, they, they reeled off more. I got they finished with 115 yards, I guess, rushing. But, you know, I was that was one of the things I was like, wait, they're, they're playing pretty good against, you know, Dan Pompey talked about, or no, Lomas Brown or whoever was talking about, they might be the best offensive line in the league. And I thought they held their own. And I thought that was one of the positives that we were going to be talking about. So look what the D-line did. You know, they got two sacks. That's better than zero they've had most of the year. Um, but, again, it's just that, that that end of the game, the defense fell apart, and uh, the offense couldn't get it done. Let's try Zach. Zach's on the west side. Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's an honor to uh, be on the phone with you guys. Um, but uh, I, really, I really enjoyed today's game. What I didn't enjoy was the play calling. Um, I think that when you bring in a coach like Harbaugh, uh, somebody who knows offensive aggressiveness versus 
you know, let's get up to a certain amount of points and then let's let the other team catch up and possibly win, you know, and, and take the, take our foot off the gas. That's the type of offense that we have now is let's show, 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 and then take our foot off the gas, and then now we're in a, in a, in a situation like we were in today where we lose the game. Um, I think when you bring in a hardball-type coach, he's aggressive. He's going to get those points. You know, uh, um, the, the third down where they went for it and the push, the push, you know, run, and, and that just wasn't effective. And they didn't go for it on the fourth down. So it's like, why not? Why even call a play like that? I just think that, you know, um, the lack of aggressiveness about this and consistency with this team is what's going to ultimately doom the 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 Bears. And, and look, you know, take a page from the Cubs. If you can let go a decent coach and get a top tier coach, that's what they need to do. They need to stop sitting on their hands. And I hope Ryan Poles have a good plan. I like him as a GM. Some of the plays, some of the picks he has, you know, grown to to really nice, good players. You know, but I just think it's this this is the year. This is the off season where he pulls a Cubs, pulls a Jed Hoyer and go gets a bona fide coach and then put Justin in the position. You know what I mean? Because you can't leave a right tackle, a rookie right tackle against a defensive stud. He should always be double teamed on that last drive. So, you know, that's that those are the glaring mistakes that are only Cruz that, you know, you guys that's Hall of Fames can see that. And if you guys can see it and the regular fans can see it, then Pose has to be licking his chops at the next Jim Harbaugh because he's coming out of Michigan. Hopefully it's to Chicago. Thank you, guys. What do you think? Yeah, what he's talking about, that, that ahead, third and long play call. I mean, that to me, that, that that's coaching, right? You, you During the week, you're supposed to put yourself in those situations mentally of like what happens if we get down in the fourth quarter and we've got a third and long. What is our best call? Who are their best players? How do we defend or how do we take care of them? And that's a glaring mistake by Luke Getze, in my opinion, that not helping out uh, Darnell Wright on some of those plays. And just it's that that to me that that falls on coaching. And that, that's a good call there by Mark. You know, it's it's just and, and like, you know, Pat, so much goes into the organization of a play, right? So mm-hmm. what we don't know here. While we're talking about it, right? Yes, you got to get a chip on Aiden Hutchinson in that moment. Yes, uh, that is, uh, you know, it, it's really a big mistake. If 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 that was coaching, you know, Aiden Hutchinson was switching sides some of the game. Now is I don't know if Justin Fields is supposed to move the chip over, right? Mm-hmm. Is he supposed to move Cole Komet over on first down there and give Darnell Wright some help? Who's supposed to recognize that? Is Cole Komet right. supposed to just move over there and see him? And Justin Fields doesn't have to move him. Look, Cole, we're putting you out there. Wherever Aiden Hutchinson is, you have a chip flat, right? Chip him and move him to the flat or chip middle, chip and go to the middle of the field. So that is what we don't know when we're watching this, but it just all comes back to this. Eventually, all those mistakes, no matter who you can blame, falls on somebody's doorstep, falls on, on the guys, the head coach's doorstep, and then eventually all the times that this has happened through the through all the games we talked about. Uh, Justin Fields now being one and eight with the ball in his hands at the end of games in the last two years, right? When all these, and we can blame everybody, right? You can blame Emir yep. Smith-Marset. You can blame EQ St. Brown. You can yep. blame Darnell Mooney. You can blame Tyler Scott. But eventually, man, you can blame the old line. But eventually, I got to see you make a play. Like yep. when Dan Feeney's snapping you the ball, right? And, and Larry Borum's at tackle. You step up in the pocket and you're a multiplier and you hit DJ Moore for a touchdown. Yep. I need to see that at the end of the game. 
It's a great point. It was a great play. It was his best play of the game. But you needed that whenever. Okay. Great stuff. Uh, we've got... Hey, Molly, real, yeah. real fast. I wanted to say, uh, when he was yelling at Dan Feeney, I thought to myself watching, he's yelling at Dan Feeney. Do you, not, do you know the snap count? And Feeney probably was just saying no. All right, I don't. I just got it. You don't even know. He's supposed to go on two. He's supposed to go on one. And Feeny was like, "Yeah, I don't. I didn't know all that. I'm sorry." Yeah. (laughs) You've had those conversations before. Oh man. Well, uh, Pat, he's like the fourth string center. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And 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 Cody Whitehair just said, "Like, hey, I ain't playing center anymore. So yeah, someone else go do that." Right. And they they did re-sign Kramer, right? He 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 was uh, available yeah. and he's on the practice squad. Maybe he'll know, be up I, next week. And then, yeah. and eventually everybody everybody in Chicago's got to admit they miss Sam. You know they miss him. That's okay. Yes. Yeah, yep. that's your guy. That's it. Yep. That's, it's <laughs> true, man. I know. You could have had him easily. He understood everything that was going on around him, which yep. is a rarity on that <laughs> offense. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, all right. Hold on, real quick. Think about that. If you did have Sam in this offense oh, with the guys next no to him, no doubt, no right, doubt. Right, Olin. You've talked about you. Yeah. You're better with good guys next to you. Uh, as smart as he is, as, like I love it. You know, his physicality, all that kind of stuff. It would have been a perfect fit for this O line. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they've they've gone down this. They've been struggling yep. in that position, right? And yep. Lucas Patrick does. He does a pretty good job when he is in there, right? I, mm-hmm. I would say, like, if your back is bad, stop all the jumping around and celebrating in the end zone. Save your back. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did get hit pretty hard while oh, trying man. to make. Oh fun. man, that I tell you, you better keep your. Hey, I seen Jay Cutler threw an interception in San Francisco, man, and Orlando Pace. I knew it was the end, man. He got. I, oh. I've seen guys get hit, Pat, on interceptions. I've been mm-hmm. hit on interceptions, man. You have to keep your D lineman are frothing at the mouth when they get oh, yes. interception. They're looking for you, man. And especially if you play football like I play football where you're a little bit on the edge. Guys want to take your head off at that moment. That, that's one of the funnier things to watch the all 22. If you went like one of the side, like just go to the, when there's an interception thrown, go look at the O-lineman. Their head's just going back and forth, left and right, left and right, left and right. Hey, look at the veterans, Pat. They know. Yep, exactly, uh, exactly. Sometimes awesome. you want to just go to the ground, but you don't want to put yeah. that on film. Right, 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 right. No, but we hope Lucas is okay, man, because you see they miss him. Yeah, they miss him when he's not out there. No question. All right, we've got to take a break. You're listening to the the, uh, Scores uh, Great Clips postgame show. It's presented by Tullamore Dew, and we'll be right back on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Line drive kick, so Colleen Raymond will get an opportunity here. And that's a good return. Out past the 25. No longer a good return. He loses the football. It is Bears ball. Tyreek Stevenson was able to char that ball loose. And it looked like Demarcus Gates, who just got brought up from the practice squad, recovered it. There's Gates. And the Great Clips post-game show presented by Tullamore Dew. And that is the hit of the game, which is sponsored by Estwing Professional Tools. Made in the USA for 100 years, estwing.com. And it really looked like uh, Stevenson had the game of his career, had a uh, an interception and then forced a fumble. And you thought uh, we'd be talking about that a little bit and his contribution a little bit. But, fellas, uh, you know, the most underrated skill in sport is finding a way to lose, apparently, and players are mastering it. Yeah, they know how to sour a good game. I mean, that's, that's unfortunate for Tyreek Stevenson being a rookie and getting your first pick and forcing a fumble and – you know, you're feeling good about yourself, and the next thing you know, you, you got to walk away with a with a with an interception ball with your name on it, right? And the score, and the score is a losing score after you think you're going to win the game. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure Team Matt will probably uh, paint that up for him, Olin, and uh, it'd be a bad one to have up there. Maybe just don't put the score on there. But again, there was some good things in this game for three quarters. We were excited about, and then the fourth, the end of the fourth quarter happens. We're sitting here talking about, you know, one of the best. This is to me, it's one of the worst losses. I think we've talked talked about in the last few years because they were finally healthy, right? We wanted to, uh, to to evaluate Justin Fields, and I thought he did a great job for three quarters, and then, you know, they find a way to lose this game, and it turned from something that I was excited to talk about this. Maybe we saw some progress, and now we've got uh, a loss to talk about. Yeah, and, and the progress was the talent you saw on the field standing up to a very talented team, right? Yep. And, and also, for for a lot of that game, a coaching staff that was hot going in. By that, I mean Coach Eberflus was hot going into that game, uh, you know, calling plays, and, and just um, you were very, very happy going into late into that fourth quarter. And then, again, uh, as we repeated myself, I thought to myself, how are they going to lose this game, right? How are they going to find a way to get out, to come out of this game with a loss? And they did it, right? They did it by making critical mistakes at critical times, uh, some questionable play calling, uh, it seems that they have an MO, they have an identity, and this is their identity, right? That, that at the end of a game when, they're, when, when they play great for three quarters or, 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 or almost four quarters here in this game, uh, at some point someone's going to fumble and the ball's going to end in, the, in an end zone. It's going to be a safety or it's going to be a touchdown, right? And the defense is going to give up big plays and the offense is going to go boom, 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 score. Boom, 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 score. And now they're ahead and you're going to lose the game. And it seems to me, guys, when we do talk about these losses – Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like whenever we get to these these points, we're not just talking about a player mistake. We're also talking about a coaching mistake. You know what yeah. I mean? It's both sides that we're talking about or having a discussion mm -hmm. of, you know, which one is it more falling on, but it's falling on both, right? So it's both both situations. Somebody can't make a play. 
you feel or somebody drops a ball in the past, um, but then now you're talking about coaching decisions. Uh, so it's just it's it's a whole team issue, to, and the reason why you that's, I guess that's why you lose as much as you do. But it just doesn't seem like we're ever talking about one certain thing. It seems like we're talking about everybody. And I gotta say, it it makes you worry a little bit when you see a team lose in that fashion because it it really makes you doubt yourself as a human. You know, it makes you feel kind of invalidated and you know you're humiliated. Your pretensions are stripped bare before the public. I mean, it's just there's no you know you guys have been through it and we've mm-hmm. talked about it. There's 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 the ability to overcome that is something that unfortunately a lot of people have to learn, but it is a, it is an awful thing. And it makes you worry about the rest of the season, frankly, when that becomes a norm. And we've talked about how every team will then believe they can beat you, but you kind of might get into a bad headspace where you believe you, you you'll lose. And that's an awful thing. Oh, and let me like, it just, your life kind of sucks, right? <laughs> Even at home, mm-hmm. you're miserable. Yeah. Your wife's looking yeah. at you like, what's wrong? Well, she knows what's wrong with you, but you just make even your home life suck. I mean, they're, you know, they're humans. The same with the, 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 the coaches when they go home as well. And then that trickles into to Hallis Hall. And, you know, the, it's just, it's not fun. I mean, it's, it's a, you never wanted to go out publicly. You never wanted to go out to dinner. You didn't even want to get out of your car to pump gas because you didn't want to be seen. You don't want to ask you questions. It, it's, it's a tough thing to, to be going through this as a player. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, conversation we had with Dan Pompey in the pregame show, right? And Dan, and I, I disagree with him, and, and I'm sure he disagrees with me sometimes, but he said that he thinks culture is overrated in the NFL. But Dan Campbell did change the culture mm-hmm. there in Detroit. And culture is overrated uh, if you're not in a place with, really, with, with something that's going on like the Bears have going on, right? They can't find a win, right? And there's this mysterious thing, Pat, right? There's this mysterious thing around that building like you're talking about where it just doesn't feel like we can put the game away or we can find a way to win and do the right things at the end of the game. And, and that is just having somebody there who can almost predict the end of games, right? We're on the pregame show and we're talking about this game. We're on our text chain and we're talking about this game's going to come down and Justin Fields is going to have the ball in his hands, mm-hmm. right? We're talking about it. So, so at the end of the game, it's just, you know, frustrating for us to look out there and say, oh, look, Aiden Hutchinson's one-on-one with Darnell Wright. Yep. Right? Like, that couldn't have been your plan at the end of the game. Right? That, that to me, is the most frustrating thing. And whether it's, whether it's right or not, it falls on the coach's doorstep, right? Yep. And if I'm Ryan Pose, like, like this game, guys, when, when you go back and really look at it, the storyline all week from even out of Hallis Hall, from Ian, from Ian Rappaport this morning, we talked about it all week. I called yes. the Mullen Hall show at 7 a.m. I called the Parkinson Spiegel show in the afternoon. We talked about the seven games for Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. That's great. Everyone knows what's going on here. So, so on, on third and one in the fourth quarter, you quarterback sneak it. And then you don't go for it on fourth down. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, I don't know everything that happened there, but, but it, it, that could go either way, man. I don't know the exact call, but it looked like Justin Fields could have kept one on the second down run. He could have kept one. I'm talking about the second, the second to the last drive. And on the yeah. third one, he decided to throw the ball to Tyler Scott. I would argue he shouldn't be doing that. Uh, let's get to Mike. Mike is in Oak Lawn. Hi, Mike. Hi, gentlemen. How are you? Good. The Bears set a new record today in the NFL. New record. We got to pull it, boys. 
first team in history, plus three in turnovers, four turnovers, 40, 40 minutes of offense, and lost a football game. Are we talking about positives? Is that like yeah. they did something well? Like they, something that's a win? Right. Yeah. They set a record right there. No other team in the NFL has ever done that. Lose a four turnovers. They had four takeaways. 40 minutes of offense yeah. and didn't win a football game. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. They were plus two, up. though, in the turnovers. I, I mean, I'm not saying you aren't right. I'm just saying they didn't get plus three. They got plus two. Because they gave the ball away a couple times themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but the percentage, right? Like to Mike's yes. point, the percentage mm-hmm. of losing that game, oh yeah, I mean, is 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 it, yeah. astronomically low, right? Like absolutely, you have to find a way to lose it. Like you have to beat yourself at that moment, where you are in that game right. to lose right. that game. You have to beat yourself. The Detroit Lions did not possess the ball for 20 minutes at all. Like they were 19 minutes, 17 seconds. Yeah, and you they still lose the game. The kickoff. Yeah, yes, yeah. and you gave up 31 points in 19 minutes, 17 seconds. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. That's just that's hard to do. I mean, that's just that's what losing teams do. I mean, you just look at these stats. You know, like you said, 40 minutes, 24 seconds to 19 minutes, 17 seconds, and you still lose the game, and you gave up 31 points to a team that didn't possess the ball for more than 20 minutes. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's. Uh... That is very depressing. All right. We're but is take it, it, right, where we are, but is it unbelievable, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, from what yeah. we saw. Yes. Yeah, from what we've seen. I mean, think about it. Uh, uh, Montgomery barely did anything. He ends the game with 12 carries, 76 yards, and the, and the game-winning touchdown. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, it's just, yeah. I, I, he didn't do much the whole game. Yep. Until that darn fourth quarter. And that's when he just, you yep. know, kept, kept ripping Those off runs. Drives. And, yep. Mm-hmm. All right, we uh, we got to take another time out. We will be uh, we will be back uh, directly. It is the Great Clips post game show presented by Tullamore Dew. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And 
after more than a month without a touchdown, D.J. Moore's got it. Well, here it is, Hutchinson. You talked about the pass rush, right? Doing a really good job, but I love the climb the pocket. Get up inside that pocket, get yourself a little bit extra time, and then a beautiful throw right down the pipe, just keeping it away from the middle of the safety so he can't come over and get to that. That location was absolutely dead level perfect. It is the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew, <laughs> and that is the uh, time for the hot and the, and the who's hot, who's cold. And it's sponsored by Plumbers 911 Plumbing Emergency Call. The plumbing professionals available 24 7 at 1 833 Plum 911. And uh, Justin Fields is uh, who is hot. He played well enough to play another game and start another game. And uh, they looked better with him, at least early. And, um, and we've decided to make him the guy that's hot, the guy that's cold. You could argue it was Justin Fields late in the game, but I wouldn't do that. The guy who's cold is none other than Valus Jones Jr., who was not on the <laughs> roster. He wasn't on the, uh, the 53. You so had to get his name in there, didn't you? What the hell? Let's blame him again. <laughs> That's too good. Oh, man. I, I tell you what, though, that play, what you saw out of Justin Fields in that play, I think everybody's been wanting to see, right? Yes. Just his, his athletic ability to be able to move in the pocket, keep his eyes up, deliver a deep ball, which he's good at. Um, and that's just what we haven't seen enough of. But then I was thinking about his press conference this week. They said, how are you, how, you know, what do you need to do to you know, prove your job, blah, 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 is win games, right? He said, win games. Mm -hmm. And he's 0-1. In the next yes. seven games, what are you going to do? And yes. I thought he played a good game for three, three and a half quarters. Right. <clears throat> and then, unfortunately, you know, maybe he could have kept the ball or whatever. But his goal was to win games, and, you know, he's 0-1. So that's where we stand. You know, the, uh, the thing also is we talked about, right, like could he, can he play the game he needs to play? You know, mm -hmm. can he stay healthy? And, you know, last year they went, I think they went Miami, Detroit, and then Atlanta was when he put up these kind of numbers, right, 100, 100, 100 pass yards, 100-plus rush yards, accounting for two or three touchdowns. Guys, he goes Lions, Vikings, Lions, Browns. Yep. He's going to get hit a lot right now yeah. for the next month, right? He's going to get hit a lot by these defenses. We know what the Vikings do. We know what Flores is going to do Monday night. They mm -hmm. play the Lions again, uh, and then they play the Cleveland Browns, the number one defense in the NFL. So he's got a good stretch here. Um, you know, we, we failed the first test. Now, you would say for three and a half quarters, he did it, right? You, and, and you can put blame all over the place. But I'm just going to keep repeating myself and saying this. Uh, eventually, you can't just keep blaming all these different things. Yep. Right. Eventually, there, there, there's a character in the story. And all what we're talking about is if they have the number one pick, do they take a quarterback? Yep. The uh, and by the way, when we were talking about the the likelihood or unlikelihood of losing, rather likelihood of winning, Big Z tweeted that since the start of the 2000 season, teams with time of possession greater than 40 minutes have a 105 in 10 record, that's 91.3% oh. to win in non-overtime games. The Bears, of course, held the ball 40 minutes and 24 seconds. And then what's the percentage of winning the turnover battle by two? You yeah, add that I, on top I, of it. That's so put that one, on top right? of it. I mean, that's yeah. like that's 99% chance, right? I yeah. mean, this is the one game it's you a, lose. It's a miracle they lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And, yeah, and then to the other point we were talking about, like, I, I know it's two totally different situations, but last week, uh, Dan Campbell, right, with, with a minute 47 left on the Chargers 26, fourth and two, and he goes for it, right? Game tied. Yep. Game tied, and he goes for it, and, and to get that first down, they get it. Sure. Why? Because golf hits Laporta in the flat. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Right? Because you put the ball in my quarterback's hands, in my yep. franchise quarterback's hands, and I said, go make a play. Go yep. end this game for me. Put this thing away. This is your team. And what you saw, uh, Pat Manley talked about it earlier. He walked down that sideline after everything looked horrible. They looked like they were mm-hmm. going to lose the game. He shook everybody's hand. And he said, we're going to be all right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Want to send a, a shout out to Aurelio's Pizza for delivering some great food for today's game. Download the Aurelio's app and start earning rewards. Visit Aurelio'sPizza.com to order from the nearest uh, location, the location nearest you. Uh, Rilio's Pizza, it's the sauce. Olin, you'll be on tomorrow morning at 7. And Pat, yes, you're on Tuesday, is that Tuesday right? Tuesday at 11. And I will be on tomorrow at 5.30. So right. at least I've got... Well, get you yourself know, a long snapper IPA, guys. Yeah, there you go. That'll make you sleep. <laughs> Great stuff. How Thanks about two or three of those, kidding. man? Don't get one. How about two or three of them? Hey, the Thanks way to- Pat described them, man, I wanted one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I heard the party was great yesterday. Oh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. My invite must be in the mail. That's what I said. Thanks for the invite. It was on on Instagram for you. It was open invite. (laughs) (laughs) We're just just followers. Uh, Okay, great stuff. Uh, Thanks to Tyler. Only long snappers and kickers, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) You're the best. All right, guys, have a great great week. We'll look forward to... uh, to uh, reconvening on Monday uh, yep. for us. And, uh, and again, we'll be on tomorrow morning, and Olin's jumping on, and Pat, you're going to be on Tuesday and Thursday. Is that right? Is that Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday, Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm Somebody called Mitch, talked to him about time and a half this season. Thank That's you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need combat pay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. PTSD, have please. a great one. Thanks, right, Tyler. Thanks to everyone. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.